we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, hello, and welcome to the final episode of the Spotlight season of the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm your host, Simone Roche, and over the last month, I have had the pleasure of chatting to our community about everything from setting goals to mentoring, from technology to psychology, um, lots of ologies, actually. Uh, we make sure that there is something for everyone. So please do go back and have a listen, have a catch up, but not just yet. No, you won't want to miss this amazing advice, guidance and wisdom of my next guest, who is both part of the Northern Power Women 2020 Future List and da, 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 more recently has been awarded an MBE and this year's New Year's Honours List is, of course, diverse and equal founder Annette Joseph MBE. Are you got used to that yet? Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I was so delighted to see that every year I scour the honours, whether it be the 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 birthday honours or the New Year ones. I literally, because they come out at like a crazy time, like 10 o'clock, and I go through because I just think sometimes it's that awkward moment of thinking, because it's all about you, right? It's 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 and it's that responsibility. So I love all the high five. And so, you know, I'm so delighted to see that. But of course, you know, you are also an award-winning agile coach who is passionate about improving tech by increasing the number of black people and people of color in the industry. Diverse and equals multi-strand focus equips people from underrepresented groups with the necessary skills for careers in tech through diverse techs, taster sessions and boot camps, while at the same time leading research and initiatives that empowers organizations to create inclusive environments where diverse talent can thrive and business benefits of diversity can be realized. Annette, she's a brilliant entrepreneur. She's an advocate for DNI and tech for good. Welcome. And again, I'm repeating myself, but a massive congratulations to you. And I'm delighted to have you. I've been I've been trying to hunt you down on this podcast for months. So I'm really glad that you found this new year time for us. Thank you. Tell us why you founded Diverse and Equal and, and what does it do? Um, so basically I founded Diverse and Equal in 2018. So um, I've been working for about 30 years, started off as a graphic designer, morphed, taught myself web design, then that morphed into digital marketing. And then in 2016, I started becoming acquainted with digital services. I kind of um, bugged people at the co-op to give me a, give me a chance and I, I managed to get in. And discovering the world of digital services was like, it was like, Somebody described it as being Alice in, in Wonderland. It was like a completely different way of working where you feel valued, where your experience, your knowledge, everything is, is the, the person that you are. It's very important that you bring who you are to the process. Um, and as I, I started off in a very, very diverse team, but then as my career kind of took off, the rooms and the 
conferences and the meetups and the places that I went to, there were less and less people who looked like me. And I'm looking around and I'm thinking about the quality of what we're actually building and thinking we're not, we're, we're missing, we're missing a lot, you know, by not having diversity in the room when these things are being built. And also it's a, an opportunity that's been missed for people from diverse backgrounds as well, because it's such a rich career. And tech has that reputation of not just being male and white, but also middle class as a wider social mobility challenge, isn't it? Do you think, is this still the case? Yeah, I think so. I think that there is a misconception around what tech is. I think people view tech as something it's called tech they think it's really technical uh, you have to have a certain type of mind you know they, they envision um groups of of um middle class middle-aged men sitting in a room coding and not speaking to each other and while that does exist it's not the the average experience put it that way there's so many different careers in the tech industry there's design there's content um design there's all there's there's all kinds of things there's a there's a um career for every personality i don't think we talk about that enough and and i get sometimes i get a bit over the the acronyms we talk about stem science technology engineering maths we talk about steam with the addition of the the letter a for the arts in there you know we see it and work on the news we we you know parents are bombarded with it schools are bombarded in it and it can seem very kind of other or it's not really for me how do we get over that do you think we need a rebrand of the phrase stem or steam or like you've just said technology is not just sort of men i was going to say men sitting in their underpants coding but i don't know where that came from forgive me <laughs> but how do we change? How do we, you know, like you say, there is a job for everybody, irrespective of your background, your skills, your ability. How do we change this? How do we get over the the, the obstacle of the acronym? I, I think what you just said about um, being a job for everybody, irrespective of your skills and your background, I think part of what we do is we spin the narrative. It's not irrespective. It's because of everything that you are, everything that you've experienced, everything that you're good at, all those talents and skills that you have that are innate to you, those are valuable in the industry. And we need to start to let people talk about it in those terms, like um, all of your skills, all of your talents, everything that you are is, is valuable in this industry and start changing the narrative about STEM and about STEAM. And also just talking about it more because we just don't, there's so little understanding that when people mention tech they just assume that it's the status the the thing that everybody thinks it is and 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 thinks that they're out of their depth so they run away from talking about it but I think we need to start talking about the creative side um it's not even it's everything (laughs) it's the creative side it is the coding side it's people you know sitting coding if that's what you want to do but it's the fact that it's there's something for everybody there we need to start talking about it in those terms and what can we do more of you know that we here at northern power women we're all about role models you know we really want to kind of highlight that and is that one of the things we need to look at doing more of how do we you know encourage and empower more individuals to to understand that tech is for them and it's not that you know it's it's beyond the acronym and the and the word tech during black history month there was i can't remember which business that did it there was like a focus on it might have been stemets um could be wrong but there was a focus on somebody who works in tech 
every day that comes from a black background. So things like that, where you highlight everyday people who look like you, because representation is important. And people need to see themselves and need to know that there's somebody else who is like them, that the the industry is going to be welcoming to them, or at least get that impression that it's going to be welcoming to them. Um, So we can start doing things like that, where we highlight people who are doing great work and actually give them the recognition and, and, and the platform. So retraining and reskilling can seem daunting for people who've been in another line of work. Um, and I know you've got someone that works within the organization, Annie Mabaku, who's on the Northern Power Women Future List. She was in finance, wasn't she, for years? And I remember her one day going, nope, I'm going to go and I'm going to retrain and I'm going to do this. So, you know, that was somebody who took that brave step to do that and now is working within your organization. But what other encouragement do you think we, you know, that we can offer out there to kind of go, think about it, be brave, step in, step into the world? Um, I, I think just going back to seeing people who look like you and learning more about the industry. So we have taster sessions that we run. And we've run, we, we do it in all different subjects. So we've, we've run a black tech coding um, series. We've done a data, working with data series. But the one that we've run the most, that's our bread and butter really, is agile. So we, that each station session focuses on a different agile role. So we do UX, um, user research, agile delivery, business business analysis and service design. And those are excellent ways for people to come and just get an idea of what the role might be like. So the goal of those sessions is for people to know at the end of the session, yes, I like this thing. I'm going to pursue it further or actually, no, this isn't for me. Because knowing what you don't want is as important as knowing what you do. And I think we'll put details of that in the show notes of the podcast as well. So if you're interested, please get involved. And, you know, what I want to move on to now is sort of in terms of diversity, what can organizations do? We always like things to be quite practical here that people can take things away from the podcast, share, pass on. You know, is it, you know, is putting, we encourage applications from all social and ethnic backgrounds on their ads enough? What more can organizations do? So this is a bit of a, a, a sticky one for me. <laughs> um, we do a lot of research around um, ethnic diversity in, in tech and in digital. We've done a few pieces. Now, the last, the most recent one was um, for the city of Leeds, digital industry, and we've got a report. So out of that report, there were quite a few things that came out and they weren't exclusive to Leeds. It's actually... Um, quite wide-reaching across the industry and across other industries, actually. Um, Recruitment is what people really focus on when they talk about diversity in tech. They really focus on recruitment. How can we get people in? We're saying that that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is how do you treat people once they get there? Um, One of the most, well, there was quite a few revelations that came out of that research Um, The biggest one was the glass ceiling um, for people of colour. But then there was, when we looked at, there were nine nine age ranges between 18 and 65 plus. And when we looked at white participants of the survey, we had 729 responses to the survey. When we looked at um, white participants of the survey, you looked at the age ranges and it was pretty much equal all the way across the line. When we looked at um, black 
specifically black ethnicity, so black Caribbean, black African, there was, I think it was about 40 or 50% were between 18 and 25. Another 20% were between 25 and 35. And then there was a dearth <laughs> after 35. And when we, we examine the qualitative, we do qualitative interviews as well as the quantitative research. The qualitative interviews pulled up issues with um, discrimination, inequalities, and like this glass ceiling that people just can't get behind, can't get beyond. And also, when when people do actually, when they are actually brave enough to report these incidences, not even report, just have a conversation about so that they can fix it, everything gets turned back to them. So they in turn end up being on disciplinary or they end up being pushed out of a team or they end up leaving the business for some reason. No, a lot of the times with mental health issues and then they leave the industry and they never come back. And so that is why we are a two strand business. We train people, but we also train organizations to make sure that the environment that people go in is healthy and productive, that they're seen, that they're appreciated, that everybody is aware of their own inherent biases because we all have them. And because people push away the fact that we have biases, we can't address it. We can't talk about racism. And because we can't talk about it, we can't do anything about it. So the the, the Leeds report in, in particular had nine outcomes um, things that organisations could do to try to make things better. But moving forward, we're actually going to be working with the City of Leeds to pull together discoveries um, where we look at how do we actually implement that in different sizes of business rather than just, OK, here's what you can do and leave you to get on with it, because it, it's a lot more complicated than it sounds. It is. It's not just as easy as that, you know, and it's definitely not as being tick boxy, but you've got to, the organizations have got to be intentional about wanting to make that change, right? You know, so I think that's really important. And I think the sort of the somber reading that I read um, a few weeks ago that you posted in your, uh, in a LinkedIn post was around the more than half of UK's black children live in poverty. So, you know, I really want to delve into this and we can't, but is it, there's got to be, a, you know, is there an opportunity here to retrain those parents as you, as you talk about in your LinkedIn post and, you know, attract into tech, you really build that pipeline of talent. Is that one of your ambitions here is just let's try and solve intentionally that problem? Absolutely. Um, because everything's interrelated. So we did a piece of research on the barriers to entry for black people in tech that was based off of the article that I wrote after the murder of George Floyd that went viral. And then we we raised about £6,000. So that £6,000 helped to pay for that research and also helped us to train people and offer the back of that research. The, um, the output of it actually went into our most recent boot camp so that we could find solutions to it. We've seen lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of research on the outcomes for black people, always about the outcomes, never about the causes. And that's the difference between the Leeds research. We, we make a, an, a, a tie between cause and effect and try to look at the causes, which is what we do in tech. We look at problems and we try to solve problems at their root rather than trying to put a sticky plaster over the top of something. Getting parents into tech, high paying um, fulfilling, well, well-paid, well-intentioned jobs is better for children than trying to 
throw money at a problem or, you know, whatever else. But it, getting the getting the parents in the right place is really important for the kids. I couldn't agree more. And I love the fact that this is not about the cause. This is about the outcome from this. And I think what better way to bring to a conclusion our spotlight series on the Northern Power Women podcast. I know that everything that you have been, uh, that you are living with at the moment with congratulations on your MBE and spotlighting you will only make you do and enable you to do even more information about how you can get involved and support the amazing work that Annette and her team are doing will be in the show notes. Please do get involved, but only if you want to make a difference, no sticking plasters here. Um, So thank you so much, Annette, for coming on the podcast. A a real pleasure to get you on here and have a chat. I really find, I love the fact that it's just constantly changing and constantly innovating the work that you're doing, you know, so congratulations. And uh, again, and a big high fives to you. Thank you, Annette. Thank you so much. And thanks to all of you for tuning in today. Please do tell your friends about our podcast. Reach out to us on socials at North Power Women on Twitter and Northern Power Women on all our other social media. Drop us a line, old school podcast at northernpowerwomen.com and join us next week for the first episode of our showcase season. But for now, I'm Simone Roche and you've been listening to the Northern Power Women podcast, a What Goes On Media production. Oh, yeah.